The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve. That's me. The podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship Thanks issues for the in 10 minutes nice. or less. God. I was gonna. I was gonna say we nailed it. We nailed it. I don't know what you're talking. We did. You paused like you couldn't believe that I nailed yes. it, and so immediately took all of my confidence away. I I was so shocked that you were on cue, and then I was like, no, <laughs> I can't botch this. I gotta go. I gotta go, and we're not gonna have an opening <laughs> segment that's just about us screwing up the intro. And what did you do, uh, Steve? You, uh, we, we just. Can't, I, this this I, is why I we can't, can't have nice things. Conditions. This is, this is all right. Just go go right to the question. Right. Uh, we're obviously not good at this. At least. This letter writer likes me more than you do. Here's here's the question. Oh. Hi, James. I'm a fan of yours, even if I'm not a mother yet. No, she didn't say anything about Steve. All right. I find I, I find your girl so funny. Uh, you and your wife, too. Uh, you post you, uh, your post and videos made me realize the reality of being a parent and the expectation to have uh, as a future parent. Sometimes I show your posts to my uh, boyfriend and he laughs too. I have a special what? request for you. I don't know if you can help me. My boyfriend wants to have 11 children. Obviously, I don't want that many kids oh, and it's not possible. Can you write him a letter or something explaining how, uh, how bad of an idea that is? For sure, we'll see when we'll be there uh, when we get there, but I'm sure that a funny letter from you can, do, uh, can fix that. So I did not write that letter. Instead, I said, hey, we're going to do this on the podcast because I'm a bad person. And she agreed. So let's hijack this unrelated fan letter and see if we can't give some advice for her situation. Uh, what do you have to say, Steve? Well, my first piece of advice is Olivas is way funnier than Breakaway. And so following me and watching my tweets and reading them to your boyfriend, that can do a lot for your relationship. Breakwell's driving you two apart. He has all these kids, and so your boyfriend is looking at that thinking, wow, if I can just escape my home and leave my wife holding the bag all the time and get a couple of farm animals under the roof, I want to be like Breakwell. Now, you want him to be more like Olivas. Where uh, it, Olivas is just in a perfumed cloud going all over the country and entertaining people, tickling them, while Breakwell <laughs> just sits angry, banging on his typewriter every night. But James, so her question is, how do we convince the boyfriend that 11 children is a bad idea? Yes. Anatomically, can a uterus fall out? <laughs> I think this is sort of the road that she's headed down. After number nine, it's going to be like she'll sneeze and have three kids and uh, didn't even know she was pregnant. I, I don't know how that's going to work. But I will say this. I don't know what her boyfriend does for a living or may hope to do for a living. But the one part of 11 children that I'm not sure people who want 11 children start wrapping their head around is the price tag that is associated with 11 children. I have one child in my house, and I actually sold a kidney to pay for feeding him because of how much he eats. I can't imagine having 11 of them running around. Daughter doesn't eat much. Son eats a Home Depot bucket full of everything every day, and it's impossible to keep him in shoes. How much do you pay for shoes for your children, James? You've got four dainty little girls. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Anyway, you've got four girls, and I can't imagine what the price is. There's no way they can afford that. And moving forward... Forward, it's getting worse rather than better the way the economy is going kids are getting more expensive schools getting more expensive clothing getting more expensive and so if your boyfriend plans on being a tycoon 
And I don't know how you study to be that because I took a wrong turn in college somewhere and here I am with Breakwell on a podcast. <laughs> but no, no, just uh, live your life and enjoy your lives and uh, just be like Breakwell. Just have one fewer kids. And uh, if you can pick which kid, like just pick which kid you don't want and turn them over to the fire station. That's the way you do it. Wait till they're like 10 and then just pick your three favorite. Get rid of the other one. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a bit more practical on that. Obviously, 11 kids is a very bad idea. And I suspect your boyfriend likes the idea of 11 children more than he likes the idea of actually raising 11 children. Because if he's going to be the one in there going sleepless, you know, for 11, through 11 oh, infancies, God. if he's going to be the one in there changing diapers through 11 kids, you know, there's a good chance uh, that he's never even changed a diaper. He's only changed a few in his life and doesn't really have that up close and res uh, personal responsibility. And being an older brother or being an uncle, it's a totally different situation. Is 11 kids technically possible i mean yeah my mom is one of nine kids and I, you know every town has their version of the duggars i would they growing up in my town <laughs> illinois there was somebody who had 13 kids and it happens but like it's not you know it's not something that most people are going to try for i mean we've we've got four and that's more than enough for us i thought i could bargain my wife up to six and it is not going to happen especially here's here's the thing about kids they have this uh evolutionary drive to eliminate competition so they get worse as you go they become more difficult like my yeah. fourth child i mean she she is always armed with a sharp implement of some kind like she just conjures sure. it up from thin air i think she has a deal with the devil so you you have to be aware of that because kids have evolution on their side because kids 11 kids they, they're gonna have a lot fewer resources than four kids so they're gonna be working against you uh, i would say just be upfront with your boyfriend say hey 11's a funny idea but no it's not gonna happen and if he pushes the idea say okay why don't you go out and do some babysitting and prove and prove to me you can do this and he's going to lose interest pretty quick i have a feeling um and, and also uh on the cost thing uh, you gotta you gotta think long-term costs too i mean you gotta if you ever want to be self-employed or anything it, it really adjusts what you're going to do you got to get health insurance to cover 11 kids um you know the people some people try to pay for college for their kids i'm not even going to try to pay for college for four kids it's just impossible so i'm they're on their own for college if they want to go that route uh but yeah there, there are a lot of expenses built in there so uh I, I don't know where your boyfriend's coming from i doubt he comes from a family with 11 kids uh but yeah definitely feel free to give him reality check because 11 kids uh should not happen especially if you don't want it want it to oh and here's the kicker here's the biggest kicker for me why why i would never under any circumstances go over six even four is plenty if you get too many kids you got to drive like a minibus you can't even fit them in a minivan Ooh. and minivans are amazing they're the coolest vehicle on the road oh they keep i mean everybody is jealous of you and you could fit exactly eight people in there one spouse and six kids and that's it or four kids and two pigs assuming you put down enough trash bags to catch the poop you know arrange it how you want but uh if you get if you get 11 kids like i don't even know if one of those crazy full-size like uh, sports team vans will fit it you might have to go i've seen somebody drove it driving around the suburb i'm in now i've seen them with a minibus and they had like they i don't even know i could not count the stick figures fast enough that's how many stick figures they had on the back of their bus and i saw the guy walking out of uh, all the and I was I wanted to ask him like are you running like an orphanage or are those all yours like what's what's up with your wife there's no polite way to do that and I'm not going to and people who do have that many kids definitely hate when you bring it up if you do if you do see somebody out there with 11 kids or 12 kids do not ask about the status of their reproductive organs they will not appreciate it uh, but up front yeah I don't have a, I don't have a funny letter for you but please let your boyfriend listen to this podcast and uh, it will immediately curtail his desire to reproduce steve's voice always had that effect on people it just it kills libido <laughs> right out of the gate <laughs> you know 11 is such a wildly specific number yeah. i wonder like why not 10 or 12 like those seem <laughs> a little more rounded and 
There's something this is based on that is probably a goof that he just has kind of thrown. And it's probably an inside joke between the two of them. But, yeah, if you ever see one of those bleary-eyed, bow-legged women and think, oh, I don't know if I want to be like that, I don't know that any woman looks at that and admires and goes, ooh, I would love to have 11 kids. But and I'll say this seriously, though, James, that there's a difference. Well, you suggested babysitting. Like, there's a difference between want to and have to. Yeah. And when you have kids, you are the last line of mm-hmm. defense. Like, someone's got to do it, and it's you. That's it. And so I think that puts a whole different level of responsibility and stress on people that you really can't understand until you've been in that situation. There's going to be a moment when you're a parent, um, assuming that's the route you decide to go, where your kid is going to puke all over something. It's going to be in the middle of the night at a really inconvenient time, but you're going to wake up and wait for an adult to take care of it. And you're going to realize that you are that adult. There's just you. There's no backup. There's nobody else. You have to get up in the middle of the night and clean up that puke. And it's going to be the stage where it's not that cute baby uh, puke anymore. It's like, not the puke is ever cute, but (laughs) it's more manageable when it's just breast milk. This is going to be, you know, full-on adult-style chunky food vomit where you can see what you cooked them that night, and it's all over the blankets. You have to give them a bath at 2 a.m. and remake the bed, and then they're going to throw up on it again. And at that point, you're going to think, man, why does anybody ever have more more than one kid but then you'll forget and you maybe you'll have a couple more but uh it really is self-limiting after a point it, it, it grinds you down and if you're if you're listening and you are one of those people with 11 or 12 kids you know more power to you you are an incredible person and i don't know how you do it i, I don't have it in me definitely <laughs> i agree man and uh Every parent has stories like that, too. Just your newsletter this week with your pig pooping all over the car. Oh. Like I'm sure Lola would love to have locked the door and walked away and had uh, had Harvey Keitel, the cleaner, <laughs> come in and just take care of the crime scene. But no, she's got to do it. There's no one else. And then when she got home, you helped her. Like, that's it. And that's a whole different level that I just, I think young people think it's easy because their parents have always been the last line yeah. of defense. When you step into that role, you open your eyes to some things. You made a good point by accident for once, Steve. I, I didn't have to do a podcast what? about this. What? I could have just told her to tell him to subscribe to my newsletter. And then, boom, you would never want to have any kids. <laughs> about the 15th time I tell a story about Waffle running through the house of the mystery pair of scissors, he'd be done. He could say, I'm going to get a vasectomy at age 18 or however old he is. He was just going to be done. So, yeah. <laughs> the home version of a vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you would like to have us uh, fix your relationship or take a crack at it in 10 minutes or less, you can send in your question to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. And it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It can be platonic. It can be parent-child. It can be parent-pet. Whatever you have. Well, there's nothing. There's nothing off limits because we just don't have anything better to do with your time. With with I was gonna say with our time, but I guess it is really with your time as well. This is mutual time wasting, yours and ours. It's it's the collective bargain. And this has been ten minutes to save your marriage, and that's ten minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>